everybody. Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thanks for joining us on this Monday, the first day of spring 2023. And as the flowers begin to bloom, we are hoping for Star Wars news to arrive at Star Wars Celebration. And we're going to talk a little bit about the future of Star Wars movies on this episode and do a full Resistance report. It's actually a pretty classic edition of the Resistance Broadcast. And with me, as always, is James and Lacey. Guys, how's it going? We are so close to going to Star Wars Celebration. And on that note, we do have uh, some news to reveal about a panel that we're going to be doing at Celebration. So uh, I know you guys are excited. So I'm not going to do the news. I'm not going to do the big reveal. I'm going to let one of you guys let everyone know what's going on. Unless you want me to do it. But how are you doing? I want I let Lacey, you do it. Okay, um, so we finally found out our panel time, which is super exciting. So our panel will be taking place on Sunday, April 9th on the Holonet News Stage at 11 a.m. From 11 to 12, a- 11 to 12 p.m. 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. The switchover. <laughs> that is when our panel is. London time. <laughs> in, in room 17 of the Holonet News Stage, we found out also that there's two stages that are hauling at new stages. So make sure you go to room 17. That's where we're going to be yeah. at. We have tons of giveaways, lots of fun stuff like that. Um, and our main discussion is going to be uh, Gaga for Grogu, the creatures we love from Star Wars and the droids too. Yeah. And so that's exciting. A lot of other topics too. You know, we're going to do some crowd participation, will the force, or if you just want to sit there and chill, that's cool too. Um, we are going to do our best to record the panel no guarantees on streaming. Who knows what the internet and what's going on there, but we're going to do our best to try to capture it so that all of you who uh, are faithful TRB listeners and watchers will have a chance at some point to check that out. Um, but also, you know, uh, being that we're doing it on Sunday, um, there's probably going to be Easter some aspects Sunday. of the show. Yeah, that we're going to talk about yeah. the reveals, hopefully, that happened that weekend as well. So it's going to be a loaded hour, as we always do. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you are going to Celebration, please come hang out with TRB check it out right james pumped huh pumped yeah yeah it's funny that the easter thing is is quite interesting because i know you're gonna get up there john you're gonna go we're back baby and i don't want to take a you know i don't want to take anything away from anybody else that came famously back on that day yes so it's a little bit but but it's gonna be a good time and uh, i think we have a good luke skywalker it was was luke skywalker yes he came back easter sunday after a good friday (laughs) where he destroyed the emperor i thought it was palpatine but yeah, you know, both we gonna do? somehow, yeah. Well, some, yeah, somehow, but so on the third uh, day, Palpatine rose again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the no, third I'm trilogy, totally excited about, uh, I'm totally excited about the panel. I'm excited about celebration. It's coming up and it's one of those things we talk about it every time we've gone is it's like, oh man, I can't wait for that to happen in three months. And oh my God, it's like yeah. three weeks. When you're at the point where you're talking about like dates for things and you're like, well, I have to do it this week because the following week I'm in London, like that's bananas. That's when you yeah. know it's getting real. Yep. When you're starting yep. to make lists of like, what are the things I need? And then you realize Delta switched your flight last minute. So you had to change that. You know, those kinds of things. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, I should it was look the whole at thing. I haven't, I haven't looked too deep. I see. I keep getting alerts that. My so also, changed, but I'm didn't like, give this, yeah, let it happen. Didn't give this quick tip last week. If Delta is telling you that they changed your time, double check it because they might change you to a flight that interrupts your next flight that then you have to completely change because they've been mm. combining flights. So, mm. jeez, don't worry. Did it's you guys ever hear time. that? 
that John Mulaney stand up where he's like a, a horrible airline, which I'm not going to name. So I'll make up a fake name. Delta. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, why don't you just go to a bar near the airport and pick up some guy and his dog and have them fly you for 17000 That's an Indiana Jones joke for those at home. That, are- oh. that is a Star Wars A New Hope reference. Oh, I thought you were talking about Indiana Jones. <laughs> gotcha. No. I thought you were talking 17. about the hangar bar. It's a fast ship. Okay. I'm pulling it all together now, John. I'm like a bar with a guy and his yeah. dog. <laughs> Listen, together now. here's the deal, guys. Bob Iger confirmed that the Acolyte is coming out in 2024. Uh, thoughts? I mean, that's not surprising to me. The, that seemed pretty on par, right? Although, didn't they mention it in their press release at the beginning of this year? Wasn't it in there? Uh, not that I saw. Um Oh, wait, was... no. Skeleton Crew was included in this year. Right. Mm, That's yeah. what it was. They also canceled so... Willow, so I'm kind of mad at Bob Iger right now. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But that means, I mean, unless they're like completely not going to work with John Kazan again, he's available. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, all right, James, we got some stories to cook through, including one we didn't get an opportunity to touch on. So let's fire up the resistance report. All right, resistance report. Here we go. It's the resistance. Last week, uh, we decided to take a little bit of time, step away from Star Wars and kind of cover the celebration stuff because we wanted to do a tips and tricks episode for everybody that does plan on going or is just interested in the concept of going to big festivals and events and things like that. Um, but during that time frame, there was a report that came out that was like, Feige's out, Jenkins is out, like all this crazy stuff. Taika still happening, but now he wants to star in his own movie. And it, oh, it, yeah. it was from Variety. It was a crazy thing where it sort of just broke down everything that we know about Star Wars right now, um, including Ryan Johnson, including um, Damon Lindelof and all, everything. And it was quite an interesting report. But like I said, that I feel the biggest takeaway from that was Patty Jenkins movie officially sort of moving aside, even though we knew that it's more official now. And then the surprising Kevin Feige's movie that he was planning on producing is just not happening at all. And that w- that was surprising because you would think Kevin Feige, big name, capable of doing so many movies in Marvels. What's well, one more? He all he hired the guy. The you know he Michael Waldron's writing the story. It, it seemed Poor like Michael it was, Waldron. Yeah, it was all oh, together. I hear you, but he's fine. Yeah, I know Marvel's he's like fine. Money, but he still money. like was excitedly talking about how he was writing a Star Wars movie. I know. Yeah, and then he's Kathleen was get... like, "Who?" And you know, not not to interrupt your like intro like. thing james but i I don't want to forget this let's not forget like kathleen kennedy and i guess at least you were sort of alluding to that was pretending that that was a rumor yeah who that was that was the solo interview that got buried right before celebration last year so this whole kevin feige thing may have been like sort of squashed longer ago because she was like not trying to like say that that was a thing it's been messy that's a good point and like you know marie kondo says i i just love mess I do not love mess. This has not been enjoyable to watch happen. 
so no it, it's it's fine yeah um the the more about um the more about bob Iger as as he was revealing some of this stuff too it's uh it came the ahsoka was information or ahsoka was supposed to debut in the summer that's what we're alluding to now which is really where i'm at at the end of the story but john i want to i want to pick up with you where you were saying about the uh about the thing that you were saying what were you saying <laughs> well, I say a lot of things. You know, James, you know those one things. of those things is he says uh, that everything's scrapped, and so far he's he's almost right, and I hate it. Oh well, that and that's that's on brand. That's what we do here. I'm uh, saying I hate that you're right in the sense that all these movies are being scrapped. Not that I hate that you're right in the sense. No, that uh, you're okay. my friend, and I hate right. that you're right. <laughs> yeah. We're all uh, we're tight. We're tight here. We're tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so here's the deal Feige uh, I, all this stuff that was reported or not officially announced whatever it was pre um, this summer writers room with Lindelof thing I want to be scrapped because all that stuff seemed to be part of that we're not sure what we're doing so we're just going to throw uh, movies unknown movies at these big names and see what works and I think they finally figured out a real plan and it starts with this Lindelof thing and then goes forward. So the only thing that still bothers me is this Taika thing because, and I like Taika Watiti, you know, but I think he, he might be, and I'm probably going to get some flack for this, but whatever. I think he might be this sort of product of everybody likes him so much that he's like the kid who gets away with everything. And now like, He's like uh, reportedly saying, who knows if this is true, but we're going by what the trades are saying. He may come out and say, I never said that, you know, but as of we know now, he wants to star in this thing now, or he wants to be in it. And, um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't see the last Thor movie because I heard it was bad and a lot of people really soured on it. And I didn't necessarily love the one before that. I thought it was all right that he did. You didn't Um, like Ragnarok? I was all right. I thought it was fine. Oh, you know, fun. You know, but I haven't but, seen same thing. I haven't seen the second one. These people didn't like it. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want that to get scrapped too because I feel like that's part of the like. Does this still fit? And it seems like he maybe has to rework this to fit the new plan. And then you look at the schedule and you got twenty twenty five, which we'll get to in a minute. But that seems like that's that's going to be Lindelof. And then you have twenty twenty seven, which I think is going to be Sean Levy. Uh, who went out of his way to say he's locked in. So then where's where is Tyke's movie? Are they gonna start doing a movie a year again? I don't know if they're doing that. So I, I you know we'll see what happens with the Tyka thing. Um but I actually think this is it's it's it looks bad and fans who love Star Wars have to deal with this because of you know the hate machine that's out there like oh look more canceled Star Wars even Kevin Feige can't do with Star Wars and you know you got to deal with that but at the end of the day, I think this is good because it just seemed like, again, one of those things where they're like, yeah, Kevin, come do a Star Wars. You know, we'll figure that out later. Uh, Patty Jenkins, um, let's do this Rogue Squadron thing. Yeah, yeah. And then Taika, you know, you'll do a movie and we'll do these all these one offs and stuff. And it just seemed like this, like, let's just tell Disney we're working on stuff so that we're filling this production quota and these check ins so that they have something to tell the shareholders. And it, it, it just seems like it was messy and it seems like it was going to be that same thing again, where they start production and something happens or whatever. And, you know, you could just see the writing on the wall. Whereas now it's like, all right, wipe the board, that whole whiteboard, wipe it off. 
let's get these people in a room, get Filoni in here. He's a creative executive now. Let's think about this. Let's put a plan together. And then all the other stories we're going to talk about here in the Resistance Report sort of lend credence to this and where we're going forward. So I'm excited, even though it's like a bummer in some respects, especially the people. I know so many people really want to see Patty Jenkins do that movie and stuff. But I think this is going to be a good thing for Star Wars. So I'm thinking positively, positively about it. And then like last bit, the whole my take on the Ahsoka thing saying in late summer, I think those are the exact words they said about Andor last year which was supposed to be end of August and then got bumped a month. So I'm thinking they liked where that sat. So I'm thinking September for Ahsoka. Hmm. I'm, I'm for this story. I'm just kind of interested because going back to the whole Kevin Feige doing a star Wars movie, the source of that story originally was nothing from Lucasfilm or Disney. It was Hollywood report. Right. Yeah. That's where we got the news. And I'm not, I'm also not saying that it isn't, true or wasn't happening because of the michael waldron stuff he's already come out he said it you know we we know it was in development but some of this stuff is really interesting where we're like that's happening and it got canceled it's like sometimes we don't give lucasfilm enough credit for like what has been announced and what has happened does that kind of make sense there uh, is kind of, some kind of stuff <laughs> Well, because there's there is some stuff like there's the Ryan Johnson stuff that was announced by Lucasfilm and has not happened yet, but they've not ever come out and said it isn't happening. Um, and then anything else, all these other stories that we've heard have all been trade reports, you know, um, like this person's developing a Star Wars movie. This person's developing a Star Wars movie. To, to that credit, though, Patty Jenkins was announced. Looks like it's getting canceled. Right. So that is an example of that. Right. Um, are there any ones? Was, was Benioff and Wise ever... Or not, sorry, not Benioff and Wise. No, wait, which one was it? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, the Benioff game and Wise was announced and then canceled. That was, was StarWars.com. Was it com. actually announced? It was StarWars.com? StarWars.com, yes. Early okay. 2018. So that, they were supposed to do a series of films. Yes. Okay, so that one that one is another one that goes into this this boat. But this Kevin Feige one is not, which is kind of interesting. The they, all the boat, man. Still... they all go on the boat. You can't, you can't, you can't. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but like JD Dillard wasn't officially announced either. And he came out and said like, yeah, I was supposed to, and just didn't work out. So like, I think a lot of these reports are true and we could say like, well, it wasn't officially announced, but it's still something that was in production. Look, and they were working on, on, or not in production, but in pre-production. That was pitched a while ago and just didn't happen. He went to Netflix. Uh, Zack Snyder went to Netflix with it. Like yeah, that's I another know, project. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, those things to me, I'm not really sure that you can hold that against, like, a CEO or something or a president to say that. I think you, you can. Know, They've had a very unsuccessful announcement launch process. And I'm talking hmm. outside of, obviously, the Skywalker Saga series. And I'm talking just about stuff that you hear that's happening. Josh Trank, mm -hmm. Boba Fett, all the stuff that should have been happening that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at the record of things that have happened from announcing and things that have been announced and or hinted at that haven't happened. It's overwhelmingly to the other side. And look, yeah, I, 
I feel it's, like I just need a, a chart a or something like that. <laughs> Cause sure, I, sure. I understand what everybody's saying. And, and 90% of the time I am on that page, but when we, when, when the examples are things like Josh Trank, well, Josh Trank was supposed to develop something. It fell apart, but at the end of the day, it was never announced. So if you're only following Lucasfilm, he was going to be announced at Celebration. I made the but image. But he wasn't. That's my it. point. He was. But it was in though. development, though. That proves that it That's was. Fine that it's he was in development. Be at the show. Yes, but James, like, we're talking about movies from the point of inception to development to happen. Yeah, I feel like you're you're, you're like standing on this semantic of well, it wasn't on it, you know. Uh, Dan at StarWars.com didn't write an article about it, so Kathleen Kennedy can't be held to the flame on it. It's like I mean, they just canceled the Nancy Meyer movie that they were making on Netflix. It still was happening. It just got canceled. So yeah. I think that when you're getting to the point of like, was it in development? Was it canceled? That still counts. It's still in the process. Yeah, I guess it's just it, <laughs> it. It feels a little bit different when a studio says we are making blank movie and then it gets canceled. But, but James, do you, that, do you think? You know? Don't you think that if there was one of those projects that got canceled and like Lucasfilm really wasn't developing it or something. Somebody, whether it's PR or somebody big at Lucasfilm or even a Pablo Hidalgo or somebody like snarkily saying like, well, that never existed anyway. You know, like all this stuff, all this stuff is real just because they didn't put out a official press release on it. doesn't mean anything. They were still developing it and it failed or it didn't work out or the creators backed out like Benioff and Wise. You know, they they took their ball and left. They're like, we don't like how this is going. Netflix is mm -hmm. backing up the Brink truck and dumping it on yeah. our lawn. We're going to Netflix, which we still haven't seen their stuff either, to be fair. We haven't. We have not. But, but I, and I, I, I totally get what you're saying that, you know, hey, we never announced this. You just found out because of this reporter. But we did mm -hmm. find out. So it's still it's still tangible. It still exists. Yeah, because it's also coming from multiple sources too. It's not one person that's randomly saying this. And sometimes I'm not it's the that these things aren't in development. I'm saying mm -hmm. that I feel that, it, that to some degree you have to draw a line between when things are in development talks. We're mo we're moving, but that might be a possibility. We're moving. We're talking to these people and stuff. And, but then, like, there's a difference between somebody says we're coming out, like we're coming out, and we are doing Willow Two. It's happening. You know, season two. Yes, but, but they you're didn't say arguing that. that you can't hold it against the CEO. They haven't had a Star Wars movie in six years. You can absolutely say, hey, what's going on? But they never said that they were going to put out a Star Wars movie. They said we're taking a break. They said that they were putting out Ryan Johnson's movies after the saga ended. <laughs> a trilogy mm, of films. They ever. I, yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to get into the semantics of that, but uh, like, I don't know when, the, if they ever announced when Ryan Johnson stuff was coming out, it was just presumed that it would happen next after this, after this all right, slate. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I'm not making Lacey happy, but <laughs> I don't it's, know. It's not even that. I think we're getting into like the nitty gritty of like, oh, they didn't specifically say this word, but like every trade is covering it. Every person's talking about it. Other people have mentioned it. Like, They've mentioned James, it James is looking for a free photo op with Kathleen Kennedy at Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> no, what? I don't even I'm know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, you guys know me. I'm the person that has stood to the Ryan Johnson thing because they haven't come out and officially said it's canceled. So it's still happening until they say it's canceled. It doesn't matter what all the background stuff and everybody's saying, yeah, that's not happening. I'm like, it's not happening until the company says it's not happening. It is happening because they said it is happening. I'm, I just... I'm, I, I see that things different? that way. Isn't so, that different what? from these things, which they never said was happening, that are now not happening? That's, well, speaking I'm, of happening, what? is Lindelof. 
It, yeah, it, the Kevin Feige movie was never <laughs> happening because it was never announced from Lucasfilm that it was happening. Does that make sense? I know it no. was happening. It was being developed, but it wasn't announced. Okay. You, you right. say Everybody that? Everybody gets but my point. <laughs> but Michael Waldron came out numerous times in interviews saying he was writing a movie. Yeah. Okay, Lacey. So what did either I just he's say? a liar. <laughs> I know that it was being developed. I'm trying it to figure out what your what your angle is. I I, I don't I understand what the angle is. <laughs> Something that was never officially announced is canceled. That's my point. It's still canceled. Stuff that's though. never canceled happens all the time in all other movie studios. It's not just yeah. Lucasfilm. It still means it was canceled. Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence went through like. I think 15 years of development went through multiple casts with Keanu Reeves at one point, all these things, Reese Witherspoon. It doesn't know, mean there's, there's a, it got canceled. Yeah. It was going to be but made. Isn't there a big difference canceled. between somebody saying like, I'm thinking about doing a rebels rewatch for Patreon or something. And then also saying, guess what guys, I'll be doing a rebels rewatch. Expect it every Saturday. It's from not now thinking on. though, yeah. if it's in development. It's not a thinking. This isn't someone sitting at lunch having a sandwich saying, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to make a movie about X-Wing pilots. Like she made an announcement video. Like all these I, things were talking, spoken about. I think we're just drawing the line differently. I, I understand development. I'm just saying I draw the line at officially announced. Which, are, which thing are you saying hasn't you been officially announced? If you've never officially announced, but you have a fully fledged movie. Okay, so are you saying the Kevin Feige thing wasn't officially announced? That's what you're it saying. It wasn't officially announced. Yeah, and now that but it's Taika canceled, was it's like, yeah, and he's not canceled. Yep. It's not canceled. That's my point. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all, <laughs> I mean, okay. all I'm saying is, I'd you're like to look at some of these things as like these things anything. that we think of as full fledged. They are happening. This is happening. Is not always happening because it's just a trade. Trade rumor, trade post, trade exclusive. Even Kevin Pe Kevin Feige even acknowledged the movie when they asked him, "Are you taking over Lucasfilm?" He's like, "No, I'm just doing a movie." Yeah, he did I'm an interview. I'm not saying that it wasn't in development. James, I don't think I know what you're I saying. Know. All right, okay, I think everybody else does except for you two. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I think it's semantics, and I think it doesn't like matter. Because you just said if they don't announce it, it's not happening. But the, we just said Kevin Feige said in an interview there was happening, and you're like, "I know it's in development," and we're like. <laughs> that totally goes against like i didn't announce that i'm fixing the handrailing on my back deck and i'm it, mm -hmm. it's still not happening <laughs> i don't get anyway, that lindelof am i right <laughs> gosh you guys um <laughs> yes i don't even know where we're at lindelof, oh well, we're at ahsoka i didn't get to really comment on that so ahsoka happening yeah, late yeah. summer makes sense d23 is happening september 8th to the 10th so it makes sense that they're going to probably hold off ahsoka until that weekend yeah yeah That's I'm, my thought. I'm definitely excited for ahsoka we got more stories about ahsoka coming up here soon mm -hmm. but we want to stay on the star wars movie track because lindelof star wars movie is reportedly on its on its way uh the finished script or uh, the script is finished uh the talent has been attached and according to jeff snyder um it is 100 set for december 2025 that is in in you know he's been pushing this for a long time lindelof is involved lindelof is the next movie now he's saying lindelof 100 for december 2025 this guy doesn't miss uh if if he does it's rare 
Um, and he is pretty confident on this particular story. So Lacey, I'm going to kick it off to you on this one. What, what are your thoughts on uh, Jeff Schneider saying um, this is the movie we're getting for Star Wars Celebration in 2025? The announcement, at least. I mean, this is an instance that it's not a trade. So mm-hmm. it has a little less of an impact than I think like coming out with a deadline or a Hollywood reporter or a variety coming out with this story. However, like you said, James, he hasn't been wrong so far, especially about this project. But at the same time, going back to what you were just saying, James, it hasn't been announced yet. So it's we not don't really know. Either. This what? has not been announced. That's it what I'm saying. Not been announced, yeah. So that we're yeah. all hoping as Star Wars fans and as you know, people that talk about this all the time, we're assuming right now that this is going to be announced at celebration. Uh, which and is... we're assuming right now that it's going to be December 2025. So when Correct. that, if that so doesn't on happen, schedule. you can't get mad at Lucasfilm for something Jeff Snyder said, right? True, I guess. Um, Not on. <laughs> so <laughs> I did you get I'm a hoping... new job at uh, the Presidio? <laughs> Do you want to be about? a publicist, James? Um, <laughs> which the funniest thing is, we've had straight up arguments with James before about publicist speak and about how he's like, I'm taking it exactly what it is at face value, and we're like, well, you can't with a publicist. Like they're there to cover the client, they're there to cover the person that they're they're probably not being a hundred percent true and james is like i'm taking it literally and here he is like i can read between the lines but i'm but they're not lying they're not getting up there and lying to everybody i think it is a little bit like it's like a white lie like they're like twisting it a little bit so that like there is an open like like a pr statement about the uh, galactic star cruiser like what if we want to focus on our voyages (laughs) sure i guess but anyway so i think i think jeff is being honest i don't think he would you know, go out there and put a hundred percent set if he wasn't a hundred percent sure. That's a lot. Like he could even be like, oh, you know, I'm 60%. You'd be like, okay, there's a little room there. To say a hundred percent with Jeff Roca or John Jeff Roca, John Roca, mm-hmm. uh, for them to talk which about was, it. Just... Which was the podcast, John Roca's yes. podcast. Hot yep, Mike. Yep. Hot Mike, yeah. Hot Mike, yeah. yeah. Um but he's been consistent about this and he was the one that broke the news about this writer's room with Dave Filoni and all this other stuff. So <laughs> he clearly has a good source. He has someone that's giving him information. Um, now I'm going to be a little, uh, Hey Jeff, if you're listening to this, be careful because Marvel's hunting people on Reddit for leaking things now. So oh, maybe just that, be yeah. a little careful um, about where you're getting your information from. Now, obviously you're not leaking scripts, so it doesn't matter, but um yeah, I, I hope this is 100% true. I hope we get it at Celebration. Um, and I'm interested to see where this project goes because Damon is super talented. I think we do need a fresh perspective and eyes to the Star Wars universe. And I think he's going to give us something that we've never seen before. And I think as Star Wars fans, we're really itching for that. Like we want to be taken on a journey that we could have never expected to go on because right now, even though we love falling back on what we what we know and Easter eggs and fan service, I think we all also want to just be taken somewhere that we never could have expected. Um, so I hope it's true. I'm I'm currently on Lindelof's IMDb right now because I want to see if he's got something coming out before this. <laughs> because <laughs> if that comes out and it's terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yes. Because that happened with Taika, too. Well, somewhat. Yeah. But, well, but this movie, yeah. No, the yeah. second Thor one didn't go well. Oh, right, right, right. So that movie has come out, but we, but if, but if we find out that Taika's slowly been removed somehow or something, it's like 
the curse it's of that same age old story. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's the same thing. We've seen it so many times. John, yeah. what do you, what were your thoughts while I look at his IMDb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen. Just look at his IMDb. That's cool, man. Um, but uh, no, uh, Jeff Snyder uh, broke the news uh, about Lindelof uh, literally a year ago. And people were like, no, no way. And then all of a sudden, all the trades pick up on it. And then they did the same thing to you with Kono- Kenobi, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's well, like, I'm, you're such a I'm liar. So, I'm so happy I'm not in that like realm anymore. space anymore. <laughs> so but I remember back in the day that people were like, this is no way this is true. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, you know, whatever. I mean, I had my misses too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. But uh, Jeff Snyder's been a Hollywood reporter for a long time. He's been inside for a long time. And, he knows his stuff but also like he even says on that podcast he's like even if i didn't have sources he's like if you just look at it logically he's like feige's gone patty jenkins gone and he said patty jenkins is never going anywhere near lucasfilm again he said that they didn't like her or something like that or so i don't DC. know what that is. um mm. yeah so i don't know what that's about but so that's gone i think people at this point can stop thinking like oh they're just gonna wait on rogue squadron i think it's gone I think Top Gun um, ruined that, honestly. And I know we've said that a bunch of times. Well, but as also, soon as that movie came out, I was like, how do you beat this perfection? You can't. It just <laughs> seems like they were struggling to even write the script and you know all that yeah. from, the, from, from the very starting point. But And he says, he's like, so then what are you left with? You have Taika Waititi, who he's still talking about. He's coming up with ideas. And you have Lindelof, who Snyder is saying has a finished script. He has talent attached to it. He has a director in Charmin Obey Chinoy. So mm-hmm. which one do you think is coming out first? So he's like, you don't even like I have information, but even just logically. And then he said, like, 100 million percent. That's the 2025 movie. So um, I I I believe it. You know, I, I can't not believe it. He's been right all along about this Lindelof stuff. He was the first one to say it. And again, literally a year ago. So I think we are getting this Damon Lindelof obeyed Chinoy directed movie in uh, december 2025 which is gonna come quicker than we think and then you know to yeah, your they point, have to james, start about, shooting next year if they're yeah that, that, you know james i was kidding about you know you not listening you're on the imd page imdb mm-hmm. page um he probably has to get that thing if they want to like not do the rush thing because i know force awakens they said even felt a little rush and that sort of filming spring 2014 came out december 2020 uh 2015 i think they want maybe two years you know so if they start filming maybe at the end of this year, and then that gives them time for post production after filming, How? plenty of time for reshoots and stuff like that. So he would yeah. need to like hit whatever his project you think would be the uh, Colin Trevorrow you lost your job project has to come out in the next like eight months. So how I wild think, is I think it if they're already filming stuff for this and we just don't know? They could be, and, and let's not forget, you know, uh, Lindelof is the showrunner for I don't Lost. Think it would be though. J.J. Abrams created Lost. It wouldn't shock me. I, you know, I've heard that you know J.J. and Kathy aren't as close or friendly, and neither is J.J. as close with the story group because he didn't rely on them as much as like Ryan Johnson did. But he turned out two successful Star Wars movies. He brought Star Wars back with The Force Awakens. He created Lost. Lindelof was the showrunner of Lost. Wouldn't shock me if there's a little bit of a connection there as to how he came yeah, into Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so- I'm buying it. I'm buying. I'm buying the the hundred percent by Snyder. Um, I I agree, and uh, I'll be completely shocked if we don't hear anything about this at Celebration. Completely floored. Um. So I looked up Lindelof and Charmin Abdoi Chinoy, 
and both of them don't have anything upcoming other than just it says on IMDb upcoming untitled Star Wars project, but neither not as a director or a writer. Um, so it looks like they've cleared their slate. Um, they've saw they saw the curse <laughs> and they're avoiding. Yeah. Or they said, hey, if you want this, you need to keep your schedule clear because they've been dealing I mean, with the scheduling with Ryan Johnson and everybody else. They could be like, hey, yeah. yes, you want this. You have to keep your schedule open. And I, yeah. you know, and I didn't mention that earlier when we were talking about Taika Waititi, John, you said, I think he's a little bit of like this or whatever. And I thought the direction you were going to go with, he's a little bit of a Spielbergy like, yeah, I'll put, I'll do a little bit of that. I'll do a little bit of this. I'll do a little bit of this. And he's got it, you know, and hands in every cookie jar, yeah. because if you look at his list, he's got like seven upcoming things as, as a producer, seven upcoming things as a writer. It's like, it's pretty crazy. I mean, he's still working on Akira, which is like, mm-hmm. what? Like how long has that been a thing in, in a project? I think when he was announced for Akira, it was like 2018 or 17 or something like that. Oh, um, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's one of those things where it's like the rock is attached to Black Adam and you're like, OK, whatever that yeah, right? happens, and it <laughs> finally does. But it's like I, it's just hard to say when you look at uh, Taika's list that like w- w- what of these things are actually going to happen or is at some point or another he's going to get pulled away and say, yeah, you know what? I'm not as passionate about it as I was. I'm going to hand it off to this guy, get a little paycheck and then, you know, it be what it is. Um but I, but I think when it comes to this particular movie and our story right here is that, do we think it's coming in 2025? I do. I have hopes that this is probably the one that they're going to announce at 20 at celebration. And then at celebration 2023, they're going to be able to say, okay, cool. Now we don't have to sneak around. We're still going to sneak around a little bit, but now we can be in the open that this movie is an active development. And- so when you see reports of like, uh, uh, where they're uh, shooting, you know, filming locations. Well, the next the celebration is 2025. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they could this literally announce yeah, it yeah. at this one and say, hey, next time we're here, we could talk about this more. Oh, yeah. Trailer, you know, the whole that whole thing. But and, and don't forget, for people like wondering about, well, they have 2025, 2027 on the schedule, 2026 open. Maybe they do it there. Avatar 4, 2026. Cameron's not going to give up his December slot. Disney's not going to take his slot away top three movies of all time uh star wars is not going head to head with cameron and star wars is likely never going back to may releases so i don't think 2026 is star wars so where does taika fit in if sean levy is the 2027 slot i don't know yeah um well speaking of what this Lindelof story could even be John have John Favreau while doing press for Mandalorian is saying that <laughs> there's all sorts of talks about things here and there and everywhere, including after the rise of Skywalker. He says it's definitely in there. Uh, he compares it to sort of like an archeological dig is like, sometimes, you know, a little bit about this and this, but you don't always get the full picture. And then eventually things come out and you get the full picture. It's pretty cool. But as he is stating right now, he's sort of saying, yeah, they're talking about stuff after the rise of Skywalker. And this is that, This is, again, kind of what I'm saying is like, I know things are being developed for this, but it doesn't necessarily mean that because they're talking about it, this proves that Lindelof's movie or anything like that is going to be set after this or anyone, anyone's story or that they're going to be doing this time frame anytime soon. John, do you have any thoughts on what the other John is saying about uh, projects that are set after the rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I find this to be very interesting because it shows how more involved Favreau is in this 
and with Lucasfilm than just his, you know, Mando verse, which I like. I don't like the word verse, but I like that better than Mando Plus because that sounds like its own mm-hmm. like streaming series or and service. It, and mm-hmm. if it's not him, his best friend Dave Filoni is. So is sharing yeah. Yeah, privately exactly. among friends. But you know, we've been saying this for a long time, and we're not the only ones about you know Grogu doing stuff after episode nine. Favreau's hinted at the fact that it's a vast galaxy. There's easily ways to explain what people were doing during these other events. And he's like, he's mentioning things like we need to explore what happens after this major, major event in the galaxy's history, which happened in a very small period of time, which is fair, a year or so in between TFA and, and the rise of Skywalker. And, but some of the language he used sounded like we language and not they. So I, I, it sounds to me like he is way more involved beyond the Mandalorian and those series. Cause he has his window that he talks about that he loves that he has to play with between six and seven. Um, and it is a nice little clean spot where he can tell his stories for the most part, there is some overlap, but when he's saying there's definitely a conversation going on and then um, he says, like, it's we some, kind of just the like, dots. He says a lot yeah. of we, he says. Um, so I think that there are markers that we have. It's almost like studying exactly. ancient history That's where it. you kind of find a few That's things that it. happen, but there's a lot of murkiness in between. And we just don't have archeological evidence in the real world to know exactly what happened. So we, kind of connect the dots exactly and that's the stuff that i'm like it sounds like he's involved here and i'm not about to say like john favreau is going to take over as head of creative for uh lucasfilm i don't think filoni is in a position to do that either but that'd be really cool but it certainly sounds like they're asking him for input on storytelling stuff that go beyond the shows he's making because his show takes place nine years after the Battle of Yavin, sequel trilogy is 30 years after, and then we're talking about stuff after that. So they're asking, he's being involved in discussions about things that take place more than two decades after his stories. Man, this sounds so nerdy. <laughs> you, you know what's interesting though? Like I, I the that context of the word we, because you guys are absolutely right the way you're phrasing that, but that's not how I took it when that statement was said. So I, I, I was taking that when every time he said we, I thought he was saying like, we as fans, actually. So I think that there are certain markers that we have as fans, like we know this happened, the original trilogy happened and the sequel trilogy happened. We have those markers as fans. And it's sort of like ancient history because Lucasfilm knows what's going on, but we don't get all the pieces. We only get like a little bit of Mandalorian or a little bit of like this book that comes out. It's just like the little pieces of the evidence of what they could be working on as a whole. So we as fans sort of connect the dots. He was talking about as fans, though, he's saying that he was talking about before revealing that Lucasfilm has plans for exploring future stories and how his shows he's working on will encompass a larger period of time. To me, that clearly states that it's him talking about maybe him and his writing team talking about Mando time period, James, to your defense, of not past sequel stuff. However, I don't think he's looking at this as being a fan. He's saying, as storytellers, we have few markers here. He said, yeah, there's a conversation going on. Like, that's he's pointing to a a conversation, like them talking about it. 
but I can see why like, you think that, James. But I, I didn't take it yeah. in that way at all. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying when, when, when you say there's a conversation going on, like I, I know what they're talking about, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm included. That's how. Oh, I, I, that's yeah. how I read it. But I mean, I don't disagree with you that he probably would be included. But I read that whole thing and I go, yeah, all of that makes sense. Obviously, what he's just kind of saying here is, of course, Lucasfilm is developing other things. They're developing over here. They're developing over here. But I'm focused on my world. And I yeah, sometimes I get way. bits and pieces of the markers just as a fan. I understand mm. kind of what's going on in the larger galaxy, but where I work at, I work in this area is kind of how I was taking. Oh, that. wow. Yeah. I didn't take it that way. Interesting. But I mean, I, I don't know. You brought, you bring up that really good point though, is like the, the context of the word we, I feel like could absolutely mean what you're saying as well. And I hope you see that it could also mean how I took it, but interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so sh should i give my thoughts <laughs> yeah i was gonna say Lacey, what what, yeah. what do you have that was gonna so first of all the thing that stuck out to me about this uh, outside the whole like what he's doing and we stuff and whatever it's just the fact that he brings up again that the sequel trilogy was like a year <laughs> it's so crazy to me that we got such a gigantic saga series like the sequel trilogy and it only takes place over like a year like that really <laughs> boggles my mind that we didn't get at least a couple years in between each movie to kind of develop that story a little bit and i just thought of that really quickly i was like oh i wish it was longer i, I wish there was yeah, more chunk of, of time there uh-huh i've thought about that so much and i think that's that's a that's a move on ryan johnson saying that he's picking up right after force awakens like he yeah. didn't have to yeah. do that but the and fact that, that, that movie is like yeah. one day and then the very next day after that that means two movies only span like a, a week you know or whatever yeah, yeah. at best it's just it's crazy um, to me because you know you look at a new hope and those characters progress so much over those years because they're going from you know when we first meet them to then at the end of return of the jedi where they're like you know older wiser been through all these situations and then you're like and favreau's reminding me that like oh yeah it was only like a day right and you're like oh my god it was just like a day um yeah. but anyway i i it makes me excited that there's conversations happening outside of what John's doing. And I think we've heard rumblings of this before. I know John Kazan has said at celebrations, the last celebration that he's had conversations with John about bringing solo characters back. Like specifically when it comes to the Mandalorian, he likes what John's doing. This is John Kazan said this. He likes what John oh, yeah. Favreau's yeah. doing and he's had those conversations. So already we're branching outside of what, the space that John is working in, as in John Favreau. I know I've mentioned like six Johns technically, but uh, no, John, <laughs> John Kasdan <laughs> is talking about what John Favreau is working on and in, in expanding his knowledge into these characters. And then you have someone like Dave Filoni who's coming in, who's saying, hey, did you know about this? Did you learn about this? Did you know about this character? How about this? The ramifications of this decision. And I think it's really expanded John Favreau's view of Star Wars outside of what he originally probably thought was what he liked which we all know is boba fett and like the original trilogy i right. think dave filoni's really opened his mind to all these other possibilities and that's what you're seeing seep into the mandalorian with all these rebels characters and clone wars references and all this other stuff so it wouldn't be surprising to me if he did branch out to the sequel trilogy because they have to tell stories there <laughs> they kind of left in a spot that it's like ripe for the picking of new stories and if they're going to want to find someone to successfully tell a good story in the star wars universe right now it's kind of 
either Tony Gilroy or John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Like those are the people that they're going to go to. Tony yeah. is busy, busy, busy with Andor. Now, yeah. obviously, John Favreau is busy with Mandalorian, but he also has more writers and more kind of team behind him, I think, than Tony Gilroy does. Um, and Tony and seems I, like the type of person that would be like, oh, Andor's done. I'm never I'm doing out. Star Wars again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think he's I think he's beyond done. Even, he's even already said it. Diego Luna said, I can't wait to be finished. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So not, is, not, not, I think not John, on the other yeah. hand, is someone that's like, he'll wrap up more Mandalorian. And there's a good chance that he could move on and say, I've, d- I've done my thing. That's great. You know, I got to be a big part of Star Wars. But he I think just he's obsessed with a little it. bit more interested yeah. in it. Yeah, that he could. And oh. it makes sense that he would move forward even beyond these characters. He could move forward in the story because he would be able to to continue to work with maybe some of those characters. Like well, a great Bob Iger right, yeah. writes yeah, him a seven hundred and fifty million dollar check and say, be my creative head for the next decade. I'm sure Favreau would be like, I'm sure those office, conversations are happening because the office is right. Down the road? Um, yeah, you maybe. can't look at James Gunn and not think that Marvel slash Disney is looking at that going, all right, what's next? What's our next you, step here? You see, I mean, see a couple I, food trucks parked in the back lot. <laughs> I absolutely hear that, but that still kind of surprises me from like a, from a standpoint of like John Favreau thinking I could do Star Wars for the rest of my life or it's like the, it's like the Drew Carey sort of like, do you go the price I mean, right? it's James like, Cameron it. with Avatar. That, it's, that's it. Yeah, James, yeah, well, yeah, but James Cameron is is self-inflicting that he's not. But this case know. would also be kind of self-inflicting that because he I can think John Favreau no. really he'd loves be it. Taking yeah. The job, yeah, he'd be yeah. taking the job. But, is what but I'm also, saying. you know, and, and I think one thing that's a hundred percent lock, you know, going forward is Grogu, and he's going to absolutely appear in post episode nine stuff. And who created Grogu? John Favreau. Yeah. So. Yeah. He he definitely is. I, he's going to have some level of involvement because he probably feels this sort of parental uh, responsibility over Grogu, you know. So, and that's that's a big, big, big deal, a big cog in this whole thing. Um. Yep. Well, one one more quick thing because you know we could talk all day about that stuff, but one more quick thing before we get out of the resistance report is Lars Mikkelsen once again denies that he's being cast for Thrawn as Ahsoka. I was going to bounce back at you guys. What you think, Lacey? Any thoughts on on this happening? You think he's Thrawn? I think he's lying, <laughs> and here's why. One, Liam he's Neeson kind of. Op- well, Liam Neeson opened up that door of no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. So (laughs) I think that is happening. I think um, also we know from (laughs) the lovely Rosario Dawson that she put up a story that he was Thrawn. So I think there's a little bit of a sure she could have been excited or maybe she knows something and was like, oops, my bad. So Mm -hmm. she's done that so far with Anakin. I just... I don't know. I think I think he's he's lying not to be malicious or mean. I think he's just lying because he can't say anything. Yeah. What about you, John? What do you think? I don't think he's playing Thrawn. Uh, and not to discredit the, like that theory or anything, um, because it it checks and it's happened. Um, I think he does. I don't think he looks like Thrawn should look. Uh, so I think I think he's telling the truth. I honestly do. Mm hmm. I'm I am actually with John too is I, I feel like this story of people saying um similar to like the, the Taylor Gray thing like or the Ashley Eckstein thing, like we want so and so to be the person because you were the voice of the person. It's like I just don't think the the you know the Felonies and the Favros and stuff that 
maybe if it works out, that's fine. But you know, with a Katie, Sackhoff Katie or something, it's, yeah, it's fine. But I just don't, I think that Lars is probably telling the truth and it's like, it would be cool, but I've not been approached and it's probably not happening. And that makes sense to me. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put any craziness on that. Right. Um, Lacey, I am going to pass it back to you as we have now officially wrapped the resistance report and let's head into our next section. Yep, guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. All right, guys. Here is the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe on YouTube. We're growing there. We really appreciate it. We had to start a whole new channel. Um, so all your support means so much. You can follow us on all the different audio platforms from Spotify, pa- Spotify podcasts to Apple podcasts, who named us one of the top featured Mandalorian podcasts on their front page because of you you guys, because you said stuff online, you listen to our shows and you leave reviews and it means so much. So if you haven't done so already, please, please leave a review for us. Um, Let us know how we're doing. It means so much. Um, And share the show. Of course, you can also follow us on all the social channels at TRB podcasts, including TikTok now, which is super fun. Um, But if you want more than that, if you want to be a part of the resistance, support the show, even more, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Starting at just $5 a month, that's it. You get to be a part of the page, a part of the community there, and take part in the show. So we have Will of the Force questions. We have a Discord server. We do live streams, monthly calls, stuff like that. Um, as you go up in the ranks, you get more perks. So this is one of our perks. It's called the Patreon Pod Race, where we ask a question to our generals or spice runners, and they give us their answer, and we talk about it. So before we do that, I do want to thank those people. So thank you to our generals, Carmelo, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Frank Grande, Darth Hurricane, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Brendan McLaughlin, Count Pepto, Sneaky Zebra, Paul Sullivan, Aaron Ellington, Diana, Ivar, and Micah Harrison. Welcome back, Micah. Thank you guys thank so you. much. And to our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, David Hor- or Dave Hornack. Thomas Hennessy, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, and Michael Fry. Thank you guys so much as well. So this week, oh my God, there's so much to say. This week, we have <laughs> Brian Smith, one of our generals. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, we're so pumped to have you back. And his question was, what is your favorite memory or experience seeing a Star Wars movie in theaters and why? Brian, take it away. Greetings, Resistance fighters. When I'm not out in a witch hunt with my faithful witch hunting dog right here, my beautiful Catahoula, I love to enjoy a movie at the theater where movies are meant to be seen. So what better movie to enjoy than a Star Wars premiere on the big screen? And my favorite that I've ever been to was Star Wars Episode One. That's right. That's right. It was the first Star Wars premiere that I got to go to with my wife, although at the time we were just dating. The theater that we saw it, where we saw it, is still standing to this day. Okay, the Palace 20 at Elmwood, which is an area that's home to three sound studios as well. So that's my pick, and I'm sticking to it. Well done, Brian. Always. Always keeping it interesting. Yeah. Uh, great answer. John, what'd you think? Yeah. I mean, episode one, great memories for me. I camped out with my friends to get tickets. We went to go see a lot of people in costumes. It's 
burned in my brain as though it was last week. So I'm with you. A great Star Wars experience in the theater. Loved it. It was the return of Star Wars, return of George Lucas. Uh, great answer, Brian. And want to know more about that pup. So let me know in uh, on Discord, buddy. Thanks, pal. James? Yeah, Brian, I, I think this is the, probably the perfect example probably for most people too, honestly. I'm actually sort of left out of that. For some reason, I don't really remember my experience with Phantom Menace. I obviously saw it in a theater. I obviously saw Attack of the Clones in a theater, but the only one I remember going to see is Revenge of the Sith. So I, in a way, I'm kind of envious of what you got there, Brian. I wish I did have that big screen memory of going to see episode one for the first time in the theater. So uh, you know, thanks for submitting the question or the answer to our question. And uh, thanks for being a patron, of course. Great answer, Brian. Really appreciate it. I myself remember going to see episode one. It was amazing. There was a lot of promotions from Taco Bell and everything else on TV. And you oh. just saw the toys and everything. And it was just this hype of Star Wars is back. And I'd gotten into Star Wars in second grade. So this was ways after that you know i think it was like fifth or sixth grade that i saw episode one um but yeah it it was just really awesome although i do like to tell everybody which is totally true i left the movie asking my dad where luke skywalker was because <laughs> i didn't <laughs> fully understand the whole timeline thing um but i still loved the pod racing i loved padme um it was just really really fun but yeah thank you for your answer and now we're gonna head to john for ask the resistance that's I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? That's right, folks. It's time for Ask the Resistance. You submit questions to us via Twitter using the hashtag AskTheResistance, and we do our best to discuss them on the show and hopefully give you an answer that you enjoy. Uh, but let us know what you think, of course, after you listen or watch. Um, we only have time for one question today, so we're going to save uh, the other questions. We'll get to them next time around. Um, so we're each going to give a quick answer on this one. Uh, this comes from Ben Potter. I believe that's Harry's dad uh, at Potter Potter sure. 100. Uh, and he <laughs> said, if Star Wars announced a new trilogy at Celebration, where in the galaxy, he means geographically, and when in the timeline would you like it to take place? Um, I'll just start real quick. I don't uh, go all over the galaxy, you know, bounce around. We've seen that happen a lot. So that's cool with me uh, in terms of timeline i love the idea of the clean canvas so i want to go past what we know so that there's no wedging continuity issues or anything let's see that open palette paint a picture tell us a new story after episode nine lacy i'm gonna say same time period i want something after rise of skywalker fresh new place to explore that isn't tied to anything that we know so far um, however, I definitely kind of want to explore the inner core, but I want to see new planets. I don't mm. want it to, you know, take place on Coruscant the whole time. I'd like to see other things going on, but maybe glimpses of things that we know the way that they do it so well right now. Nice. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm exactly with Lacey on the inner core thing. Like, I think I'm kind of getting almost slowly burnt out on the outer core right. of like no one lives here. Planet no one nothing. knows anything. Nor <laughs> crazy sand planet where nobody lives. Um, but it's, uh, but I do think that I would explore a different area, which is that I, I don't want to say that it's old Republic, but I say, go back real far. Give me the proto blades. Give me the, like the Sith Jedi war or something crazy. That's like, you know what? Let, let's take a break from like what you kind of not recognize the star Wars. Cause this is still star Wars, but it's like, let's do something crazy over here. That's like 
hobbitish versus lord of the rings you know what i mean it's like sure. over, that's probably not a great comparison no it's <laughs> but not you know what i mean <laughs> it's like it, it's it's back here and it's it's a long time before or something so i i would like sure. to explore that versus like staying in the pocket and now cool. james where can people find you on social media oh yeah because we got to get out of here so i am gonna say uh at Meyer trunks on twitter and instagram and every week on wednesdays with the bad batch home stretch buddy <laughs> home stretch Lacey, how about you people can find me on twitter and instagram at Lacey gillerin on tiktok at it's Lacey gillerin and then this wednesday i'll be doing the mando minute as well as a live reaction exclusively on patreon of the latest chapter 20 of the mandalorian and you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and my movie podcast, just like the movies. Uh, we did Scream recently. And we're doing The Born Identity. Should be out tomorrow. Uh, and join us uh, this Thursday because I can't make it Wednesday. So we're doing it Thursday. The Mando Fan Show will be live. Same time, 830 East, as we're going to talk about the halfway point. I can't believe it. The halfway point of season three of The Mandalorian, chapter 20. Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. East here on the channel. And get your uh, next number in the Mando code. Uh, but we hope everyone is off to a wonderful spring. Hopefully it warms up and everyone starts feeling good because it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you Thursday night on the Mando Fan Show right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.